Yeah, so new info released yesterday about that deadly crash. Uh, a driver plowing into a group of bicyclists in Goodyear. That was on the Cotton Lane Bridge south of uh, County Road 85, killing two people. But there are a lot of questions that we don't have answers to. But as Goodyear Police Chief Santiago Rodriguez reminded the media during that press conference yesterday, there are still details that they cannot release, stuff that they're still investigating and info that wouldn't be proper for them to release. So I'm not going to go, you know, who's that? Who's the, the the really shrill lady that's always investigating crimes on TV? You know, I'm talking Nancy, Nancy, Grace. Nancy Grace. Grace. Thank you, ladies. Where's the baby? Yeah, Nancy. I'm not going to go Nancy Grace. Why is the Goodyear Police Department not telling us? Where they? Well, they're doing their due diligence and they're trying to investigate this properly. But there are still a lot of questions that uh, we have. And um, there are a couple of minor discrepancies, maybe, in what people said they saw. Um so we did get the names of the people who were killed Saturday morning. Um, 61-year-old Karen Melissa of Goodyear, 65-year-old David Kiro of Michigan were the two riders who were killed, the two cyclists who were killed. Uh, but other new info included updating the number of cyclists who were injured. Initial reports said that besides those two fatalities, 11 other people were injured, but they now put that figure at 17, the police do, including one person who remains in critical condition. Of course, We've been telling you that it was a man, a 26-year-old man by the name of Pedro Quintana Lujan, who was accused of this, um, you know, and is facing two counts of manslaughter, three counts of aggravated assault, 18 counts of endangerment, two counts of causing serious death by moving violation. Um, Allegedly, the driver of that Ford F-250 that was southbound on Cotton Lane Bridge over the Gila River, around eight when he veered into those riders. Here's Goodyear Police Chief Santiago Rodriguez saying that Quintana Lujan hit a barrier and then hit the cyclists. When the driver struck the barrier wall of the bridge and then the vehicle crashed into 20 cyclists that were on the on the bridge itself. But uh, Paul Tyson, a member of the West Valley Cycle Group, said he saw something a bit different when he got there. Uh, he talked with our own Colton Krolak after the Goodyear PD news conference. I was fortunately late to the ride. Uh, my friend here, Steve, was in the ride and was one of the people injured. Uh, my perspective, I rolled, rolled down the hill about eight minutes after the incident. Uh, I just first want to say that the first responders did an amazing job. I don't know that you've seen the images from that day because you guys were all far away. But the, the truck was amazingly damaged as if it had hit a wall. There was no damage from hitting a barrier that I saw. I don't want to get into a lot of things that might taint an investigation. I just want to speak on behalf of my fellow cyclists. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, they're not putting more out there than what they have right now is because people start to speculate, and then it just, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff can happen. Uh, They have not pinned down what caused the collision, though. Um, Now, the police chief did say yesterday there was, quote, no indication this was an intentional act end quote, which is always good to hear, right? We don't want to hear that somebody, you know, did this on purpose, which was the case apparently up in the White Mountains a couple of years ago when that guy plowed into all those bicyclists, Jamie. That guy intended to do it. Yes. And he's going to serve uh, 26 years behind bars for that. So everybody's wondering if impairment was a factor. What I can tell you is that a blood sample was obtained by way of a search warrant, and it's pending our laboratory analysis 
We send that blood out to the Department of Public Safety, to their laboratory to, to have analyzed. And however, we don't know at what time that's going to be available to the investigators. So, uh, you know, but I guess in some ways it, it absolutely matters when it comes to, you know, the, the charges against this man and, and how it's going to stand up in court and all this as to why he did what he did. And if he says it wasn't an intentional act, you know, it was impairment involved. Uh, it doesn't look like alcohol impairment because they would have been able to detect that right away. So maybe, um, you know, there's something else in his system. But if, even if there wasn't, what if he was simply on the phone? You know, I, Distracted I was driving. Yeah. You know, I um, I was driving down the road yesterday and there was some lady in a Range Rover. And that made me like her less, even less, who was had her hands on her phone, had both hands on her phone while driving down the road i couldn't help it when she pulled up to a light that she was uh she was would have been like a car back from me but i i, I was on her left side but I, so i slowed down a little earlier then rolled down my window i just honked my horn at her and she's like look at me like what are you an idiot and i'm like no are, you're the idiot i can always spot him coming up behind him oh i know they're, they're all, going slow, then they go fast, then they go slow, then they go fast. They're all over their lane. Yeah, yeah. So it makes me nervous. Yeah. So even if it wasn't intentional, um, you know, there there is some intention behind doing other things behind the wheel besides driving, uh, and there is some intention to using uh, substances that don't put you in a great position to drive either, right?